What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Smica. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? Today is celebration, fellas. Terrence's girl. Yes. WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. Black History Month, man. Yo, I hype as shit last night. I have, I I have I to admit, I never I never thought I, I would see the day where she would the belt. I was watching the, I was watching yeah. the match, and I'm like, mm, mm, some bullshit's going to happen, and she's going to lose, and I'm not going to give a fuck about the rest of this pay-per-view. <laughs> and she won, and I'm like, oh, shit. She won, and I was happy. A black woman is a champion. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. I, I like um, You'll probably never see this again in your lifetime. <laughs> it's like the obama experiment so enjoy this uh six month run while you can six months you're giving you're giving her a lot of credit yeah i'm like you know what i don't even think it's gonna last that long like hopefully she hopefully she's the champion going into wrestlemania well the title usually changes hands at a pay-per-view this is the last smackdown pay-per-view before wrestlemania so that's true but and it's it's going she's it's going to her hometown i can't imagine like if vince Makes her lose that belt in her hometown. That dude is that dude is the bastard of bastards. But you you but always that's lose how they in your do hometown. It. They always yeah. like what's her you name always lost lose. in her hometown. What's um uh, Sasha Banks lost in Boston, didn't she? Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah, that was hell. That was hell to sell. Yep. I mean, who I, deserves to win. And sh- and Charlotte Flair lost in lost in Charlotte. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, he he tends to do that nonsense for some reason, but she's gonna have it for at least a month. I hope. Like I was super happy. Like honestly, I haven't been that happy for someone winning a title in a very long time because she's yeah. deserved it for a very. She's deserved it for a long time. And as far as um, Bray Wyatt, I'm like cool. He's also deserved it for a while now as well. Yeah, that guy's gonna have it for a month because. They're gonna make John Cena the seventeen time. No, they're not. <laughs> not this he's, they're not. They're not gonna wrestle each other at WrestleMania. I'm telling you, there are there shenanigans. I'm gonna invoke my rematch clause, and it'll be a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're gonna do it that quick, though. If I you ever, not. if you ever get a time machine, I told these guys last night. I'll tell you, listeners, go back six or seven years from today. And go tell your past self that Husky Harris will, is a future WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, and that'll think be about fun. That, think about that Nexus crew. And think about who came out on top. Right. And who really, really wasn't supposed to. Like, <laughs> like, like they were grooming Wade Barrett to be somebody, right? He couldn't stay. And now look at He him. couldn't stay unhurt. Right. Like he would, I think Punk. he would be a fucking champion. If he didn't, oh, I love get injured. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but oh, look at look at Mister Jennifer Hudson, <laughs> and look at look at uh, uh, Skip Sheffield or whatever his name. Who? Ryback. Right. Oh, I don't know what the fuck you. Well, he's mm. and they kicked Daniel Bryan out because he was choking motherfuckers. So well, there's our there's our there's our elimination chamber recap. That's that's all you there guys get this week. Um, we do have also a five star review uh, from our favorite from your favorite listener by Bladders nineteen sixty four. Even though we know, we know who this is, and once we read it, you guys will too. And I, I'm going to actually take care of this one. So here we go. Let me uh, let me prepare myself. So you most likely know who typed this message because of the grammar. Period. 
So my shameless plug, me time begins with following me on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all under the name Guys Night Movies. One word. Check out some of our videos of me and my podcasting co-hosts from our panels at Awesome Con, Rhode Island Comic. Period. <laughs> we also have a lot of video from our convention coverage of those conventions, along with Chiller Con, Walker Stalker Con, and the other various conventions we cover throughout the year. Usually, I oh sorry, throughout the year. Usually, I believe we have ten scheduled conventions to do this year. Hopefully, we can do them all. So just leaving a five-star review because it's been a minute since you had one, and I get enjoyment from Micah reading, trying to read my words on all the shows. Also, I still have the smartwatch, and remember, follow at Guys Night Movies. <gasps> Jesus Christ, <laughs> there needs to be some punctuation there. <laughs> Thank you, Bladders1964, uh, a.k.a. Rashad. <laughs> I am glad uh, that smartwatch found a good home. Oh, my goodness. I need to. T- I, I do need to take a breath. That last sentence that really, uh, smart to watch. really I got about that damn thing. Yep, I did too. <laughs> oh my lord! So yeah. So again, if you read us a five star review, uh, we will read it on the air. Try not to kill us uh, with lack of punctuation next time. Uh, let's let's Micah. You have a brief thing, brief thing to share on on Neo since you've been somewhat playing that a little bit over the last uh, last week since we talked last. Yeah. I I have uh I've been playing a little more of it and uh I don't know uh, it's a great game man it's a great game I don't know what the fuck I was thinking buying that game because... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the patience man it, the the it's not it's not unfair right and it's not like like there are no cheap deaths um and but when you die. Like when you die, the checkpoints are just far enough for them to not be unfair, but far enough to be like, I really don't want to have to go through what I just went through to get back to where I was, to go back to where I died, to pick up my belongings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Wasn't there a demo out for this game? There was a beta. Okay. So, but, so you uh, could have played it before you purchased it. I, I could have, but yeah, I played it months ago. Yeah, but I was just like, "What the hell? This list looks generic." Then everybody started saying how good it was. I was like, "Oh, all right, let me just buy it." Um, <laughs> That's okay. I, I I like it. I I can only play it in spurts though, and um, I've gotten a little more into the mechanics. This game is deep, man. Like <laughs> this game is incredibly deep with combat like they have found out about the like active reload that they have so so every time you perform an action you expel like this key or whatever and then the key comes back to you but if you press your active reload button at a certain period you get a big chunk of your key back and you need key in order to perform moves you also need key in order to defeat certain enemies like there'll be enemies that open up little portals that kind of slow you down and the only way to destroy those portals is to do an active reload it's not called an active reload but it's an active reload and so it's it's integral to the game like you don't like with Gears of War, you don't have to active reload, but there is a slight benefit if you do. 
Right. No, this game, this game, that active reload is integrated into the combat mechanics. And uh, like different stances have completely different moves and you can assign different buttons um, and, you know, different context sensitivities to certain buttons. Like in the mid stance, there's a move where if you time while you're blocking, if you time it right, you can parry the move, flip over a dude and then rush him behind him so that you can, you know, put on the pressure. Um, if you are in like a low stance, it's, it's good for quick, fast strikes that don't do a lot of damage, but, uh, aid you in dodging. If you put it in high stance, you, you know, you move slower, but you hit harder. And that's for every single weapon. Like it's uh, Terrence, you really might have to buy, uh, an Xbox style controller. <laughs> For your <laughs> PS4, because I really, really think you'd be into this, and I really would like to hear your opinion on it. Like from what I've seen, like I've seen a bunch of let's plays, I've seen people playing it on Twitch. I actually watched Max on Twitch playing it. It looks like I, I like I like the, the the beta, but there just wasn't a lot to it at that time. And I know mm-hmm. since then they've actually added a bit. The game is a lot more um, smoother. Uh, it's a lot more fair. Because I, I remember the beta being really fucking hard, like to the point where I'm like, this is not even really that fun. But at the same time, right. still still enjoying the actual gameplay. Uh, but they've they've knocked out all the kinks for the, the full game. It's probably going to be patched some more. But yeah, I might. I have my. I still have my PS4 lying around here somewhere. I um, that might make me want to play it. Jack was trying to get me to. Uh, Jack was trying to play with me, but for some reason, I I couldn't figure out. Um, like we couldn't figure out how to get the two player co-op working, but like you can play two player co-op and, and, uh, it's not just, it's not like unlimited. Like because the game apparently becomes incredibly easy when you have two people there. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can, you know, instead of four on one, it's two on, you know, it's two on one times two. And, um, but, and you can manually summon in people, but you can't do it all the time. Like you have to have a certain item in order to do it. So you can't just, you know, co-op your way through the game. Like you got to earn everything you do. From what I've heard, I think the person that you summon has to have already beaten the area that you're in. Right. Exactly. Like it's, it's funny because they have these little, (laughs) they have these little like, revenants that you can summon and all the revenants are actual players who have died and they use and they're like drivatars <laughs> and they use the data that that uh the person who died they use that to kind of program the revenant and it's funny because if you go into a certain area and you see a whole lot of gravestones for where you summon your where you summon the revenant <laughs> you know like, that oh fuck right like <laughs> shit about something's, about, shit something's around the corner and it's gonna fucking kill me if i don't uh if i'm not careful that's and like um, what i understand that's kind of like uh dark souls it's kinda exactly. like, yeah dark souls so, bloodborne because you see the blood stains on the ground you're like oh well okay <laughs> let me fucking get prepared because i'm probably going to die it's a fun game, man. It's uh, it's a fun game. 
so I um I'm still waiting for Horizon to come out. It's only two weeks away, thank goodness. But uh I, I finished up inside finally. And and I can't so if, if you don't want the ending spoiled, skip ahead like three minutes. Cause because I I have to talk about this because it's so fucking bizarre. So do you guys give a shit? Like, do you guys care at all? Okay. Nah. So as you're going through the game, it's like this dystopian society, and you're like this boy going through this like series of like laboratories basically and, and you're and you're puzzle solving along the way as one does eventually you end up in like this water tank and you're naked and all of these like scientists i guess are 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 observing you inside this like this giant sphere and in the middle is this like amorphous blob thing that's made up of other people because there's like arms and legs and shit sticking out of it essentially and when you unhook it from these like electrodes that are holding it in place, like you literally get sucked into the blob. And then for the rest of the game, which is like another half an hour, you're controlling this giant, unwieldy mass of fucking people. And it's bizarre. Like 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 the game just takes a complete weird left turn. And you just kind of ramble through the end of the game. And then that's it. Like, like the game ends with you escaping this laboratory and you're like on a on a cliffside, basically, like by by the water. And that's it. Like, it's a very weird story. I th- I think I actually liked Limbo a lot more. It's hard to remember because I played Limbo so long ago. But Limbo, I think I like the the puzzles a little bit more mm-hmm. and I like the world a little bit more. Like like inside definitely has a more cohesive story, but it got it got really weird towards the end. Mm. Very strange, very strange story. And they and they still don't really give you anything. Like it's still kind of up to you to interpret what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it just but like I said that it definitely it definitely veers off into this completely unexpected direction. Um, that was a little. I don't know. It, it was just such a such a shock, and I guess that's what they were going for. But the ending was very weird. I liked the game. I don't feel compelled to ever play the game again, and I don't feel compelled to find all of the like hidden generators because apparently there's like a secret ending. I'm not that worried about it. So yeah, it, it's a, in, in inside was good. I don't think it was as good as Limbo though. I think I think Limbo is still a better game. And and ten dollars is the right price to pay for that game. By the way, I I, I might have been a little upset if I paid twenty because it was a little okay. shorter than I thought. So. <laughs> Isn't it only like three hours, if that? Something like that, yeah. That's about how long it took me to get through it, uh, give or know. take. So, so that's like that. Short games. And and Terrence, you said you don't. You've been playing Warframe, um, yeah. and, but have no idea what's going on. Apparently, I, I really do not. Warframe. I'm, I'm actually while you guys were talking about the games you were playing, I jumped onto the Warframe wiki. Guess how many pages this thing has? Really well. Quickly. Oh. I know Wikipedia pages. I know I know Wikipedia um, websites have a lot of pages when it comes to video games, but I like just take a guess without looking how many fucking pages this goddamn game has. Five hundred. Uh, no hmm? um, so I'll just say a hundred. Three thousand and sixty. Wow. God damn. Now that may be from like the message board, but I don't think so. Yeah. So I started playing. I actually started playing this game sometime last year. I only played it for about forty-five minutes. And was kind of over it. But the game itself, it's like an action RPG. I don't even know how do you, how you categorize it. It's, mo- it's kind of like Destiny. 
you create mm. a character, um, you're on a ship, and then you go from level to level killing things. You got to pick up different um, components to create weapons, and it's free to play. Now, the, the, the way it works is you create these, you get, you pick up components so you can create weapons to get your character stronger. You do tests to get mastery, to level your character up, and to level your weapons up. But the thing about it, since it's free to play, is say you want to get a new suit. You find the components or you download a blueprint to get a new suit. Since it's free to play, you can't just get the components and have the components ready and just boom, I got a new suit. Like I just did one before I jumped online to, to record. It's going to take me 24 hours. To, to develop the new suit. Oh, it's one of those things? It's one of those things. Aww, so, man, like, I, I see I weapons this. that I have. I'm like, oh, this looks, this looks cool. How long, how long is it going to take for it to be developed? 14 hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. So that's how they get you to keep playing for free. Or you could just pay the money and get it instantly. So, so, oh. it's, so, so it's the Simpsons tapped out of third-person shooters, essentially? <laughs> I, I didn't play tapped out. Well, that, that's what Tapped Out did is it's like, oh, you want to build this building? Cool. Either you can buy donuts, which cost real money, and do it for that price, or you can pay in-game yes. dollars, but you have to wait eight hours. Right. The, their free-to-play model is basically like all of those um, mobile games. Like, right. you can you can grind it out. You don't have to pay money for shit in the game if you don't want to, except for, like, extra slots. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing you really, if you want extra of anything, paying extra slots for your weapons and shit. But everything else you can get without paying any money. It'll take you months. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do it. Like the gameplay itself, you have guns, you have you have ranged weapons, you have um, melee weapons, and you've got different suits. I don't know what, the, what are they called? Warframes that you can you can buy, and each one of them has different abilities. I picked the the normal one that's get like a pull, a stasis field or whatever. It's it's fast paced. The the game doesn't look terrible. They've got a bunch of different upgrades to it. The game has been out for three, four years now. Mm-hmm. Came in, I think it came out in two thousand thirteen on PC. And they've just been updating it and people are still playing it. I mean it's fun. I'm gonna see how long I last because I don't feel like paying a dime for it. Uh, maybe if I get later on to the game and I see something that I really want, I might like throw twenty bucks at it because it seems like it would be worth twenty dollars. I saw some some sales, quote unquote, seventy nine bucks, one hundred and twenty bucks. I'm like, you suck my dick. Get out of here. Is is it a PvP game or PVE? Both. Oh, it's both. Okay. It's mostly PVE. Like there are some missions where you've got to protect certain things. There's some missions where you've got to. I just finished one mission where you had to um, save a hostage. And take them out mm-hmm. of the out of the level. There was some another another level where I had to protect these excavators, and you can you can protect one, and then they say, "Hey, you can protect this one. You can you can exit the level, or you can do another one to get more stuff." But it would take me another ten minutes. I ain't feel like doing that. I'm trying to get off the planet Earth to go to a different planet. There's a lot to it. Like it's just a lot of convoluted nonsense. But I feel like once you learn what the fuck you're doing, and you can also trade with people as well. So you don't have to pay money. Like a lot of people that have been playing for like years have a lot of good mm-hmm. shit. And if they're nice enough, they'll willing they'll be willing to trade with you or just give you shit for free. That's I, I haven't. Yeah, really. I haven't found any. <laughs> I, like I've, I've only been playing by myself. I played with three other people, just random people before I jumped on. But I've been playing by myself mostly. Uh, but they were like, if you can find a clan or whatever and find some good people that are willing to help you, you can get your shit a lot quicker. But yeah. like it's if you're playing with with multiple people, I feel like this game would be really fun, and it's fucking free. <laughs> like it's a very large download, but it's it's pretty free. it's it's fun. 
Interesting. The the time thing would fucking piss me off. Yeah, once, once like, I got I'm like, oh point. shit, I'm about to get that. I gotta wait till six thirty tomorrow. Well, fuck you, right? Okay. <laughs> and and you, and you don't want to spend money on that shit because then you'd have less money to go to the nerdpocalypse.com slash premium <laughs> and spend on a premium subscription <laughs> to our premium channel. Excellent segue. Thank you. Much like uh, much like Robert and Keith did this past week. Look, when you go to the nerdpocalypse.com slash premium and you sign up for premium content, you get over two hundred hours and counting. Of premium content. There, there's a new episode of Look Forward this week. There should be a new episode of The Area of Grievances that'll post later this week. Uh, I know we're going to be recording a new Men with the Golden Tongues in the next week or two. And and a new No Time to Bleed will post as well. And you get those. that like That's what you get every month. You get all that stuff every month. Plus, you can listen to all the back episodes. Which, except for, you know, with the exception of Look Forward, most of it is is, you know, timeless. You don't need to. We don't date anything. On those shows, you can listen to them whenever. So again, nerdpocalypse. The nerdpocalypse. slash premium. Sign up for a premium membership. It's five bucks a month or fifty dollars to sign up for the entire year. If you haven't done it, do it now. Do it. Do it. Stop listening to us and go do it. Yeah, and then you come back. Hear two people scream about how fucked up our government is. Just, just pay the fucking fifty bucks. See, that's that's that that shit that by old, itself that worth alone it. Should be enough to get you to pay for, for and the and the rest of its bonus. And, yeah. and if you want to check out Look Forward, as Terrence is, is talking about, we do release the first 30 minutes for free um, on a free feed that you can preview that and see and see what Jay and Andy are up to. At least the first couple stories every week. Uh, new releases for Honor, the game that none of us really want to play, is coming <laughs> Have, out. Has anyone besides me played it? No. Nah. Nope. Mm. That, that, that game just does not look interesting to me it's, at yeah. all. Right. Like, it's probably fun for maybe like. A day, and mm-hmm. then you're like, "Well, I've seen all I need to see. Never mind." Right, exactly. That's the problem, exactly. Uh, Sniper Elite Four is releasing this week. Jesus. Uh, yeah, they keep coming out. I don't know anyone that plays them, but they keep they keep getting uh they keep getting new releases. Good for them. <laughs> like Jason Statham movies. Like right. who's <laughs> watching Jason Statham movies? But he keeps making them. Like what's the one that came out with the sequel last year and no one even realized it? It was him. Oh, the, the mechanic the, too. Yeah. What? I the saw that. First, I saw the, the first. The mechanic. Two. I saw the first one with. I the second mechanic. It there came out last year from out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> like the RKO. <laughs> was it? Wasn't Jennifer Lopez in the sequel as well, or something like that? I can't remember. No, she was in another movie with him. Mm. Yeah. See, so you don't okay. even know which one is which. Right. <laughs> they all run together. <laughs> They're all there's, the same fucking movie. There's there's the transporter series and then everything else he does where he's the main actor that all just kind of that all just kind of blend together. Uh, ride two also comes out if you like your your motorcycle riding. That's a that's a good game I guess. Uh, on the digital side of things, we have Battle Islands Commanders. Uh, we have Fly Wrench, Monster Loves You, MX Nitro. Uh, Semispheres, which actually sound sounded pretty cool from the description. It's a two D. Uh, puzzle platform game, uh, Sky Ride, Starry Nights Helix, Toy Odyssey: The Lost and Found, which is a Metroidvania platformer, no, it's and a uh, game. It's a Metroid style game. Yes, yeah, a Metroid style people. game. Uh, I'm tired of Castlevania co-opting uh, the, the Metroid style game. I'm tired of it. And uh, and oh. Drop Zone also releases this week the uh, the game that we covered. 
uh, on TNP Presents Episode 3. So if you haven't seen that on YouTube, uh, check that out. We also release the extended interviews uh, with the folks that we talk to around that as well. So if you go to the Nerdpocalypse YouTube channel, you can find it there. And please do. Um, so question of the week. We asked you guys this week. It's uh, kind of a follow-up to the Anita Sarkeesian um, story about the exotification of women of color in video games. Uh, what are some other examples that you've noticed besides Far Cry 3 and the other ones we we talked about last week? And how do you think this gets corrected in future games? Yeah, so no one paid attention to the first part of the actual question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, because, that's because the three examples that we talked about are literally the only three right. examples in the game yeah, industry, apparently. Yeah, they were like, fuck that first part. But um, everyone almost said the same exact thing. Uh, Mark says, I don't think it's something that can be fixed overnight. Not only are exotic women sexualized, but the large majority of women in creative media fall victim to fan service, which is true. I think we need to change. I think we need changes made to to how women are treated in society as a whole. Yes. Um, but women of color are also are, have it a little, little bit worse. Uh, Christopher says you can start by getting people of color invo- involved in the product. Just period. Yeah, that would be. That would be the ideal, right? I think, I, and I think that's the one point that we kind of we didn't really talk about last week, and that is that is true. Um, the the game developers is not a very diverse group. No, of folks. they lo- they all look like you, right? For the they most do. part, they do. And 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 the the you know we talk about the you know permutation of women in that industry. Most like the vast majority of women that are in the industry are white. Yeah. Also. Right. So <clears throat> Anthony says hire more women, women of color and women all over the sexuality spectrum. Uh, Cam. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think Cam makes a very good point here. All right. He makes a, an excellent point. You could start by dick kicking anyone who says, I don't see. You know what? <laughs> I don't see color. That is that is 100 percent accurate. I cannot stand when people say that. That shit pisses me off because you're fucking lying. Either that or you're colorblind. Uh, Gaston <laughs> says it's going to take <laughs> it's going to take more women, especially women of color, in the game and development side, because oversexualizing exotic women and all women, for that matter, is everywhere. Plus, guys just kind of suck too, uh, as Micah can attest. We eat this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> as an example, go check out the Zelda, uh, what is it, Breath of the Wild trailer, and see how many guys mm-hmm. immediately declare, "Really, Rule Thirty Four, instantly." Really? You guys, you, oh, you, guys yeah. you guys are gonna have to help gonna help have to help me out with that one. Should uh, I Google rule, this? Rule, go go ahead. Rule right. thirty four <laughs> as I finish this up. As much as women being in the in game development with will help oh, the yeah. issue. Yeah. We have to speak up yeah. as guys too, or at least not fall for the same tired marketing tactics. It'd be cool if we actually said some shit, you know? Well, I think we're starting to get there, but it's not good enough. Uh, Johnny, so it's, a sl- it's a slow moving glacier. Yeah. So. <laughs> Our friend Johnny says Overwatch has several people of color, many of which can be labeled as stereotypes. You have an Indian scientist, a Korean gamer, <laughs> a Mexican hacker slash thief, a French sniper, an American redneck cowboy with a six shooter, two Japanese ninjas, a smart and shy Chinese nerd, two Egyptian warriors, one of which wears an Anubis wardrobe, a Swiss nurse, uh, sorry, a doctor, and a Brazilian DJ. That's, I guess, what they are all, and guess what? They're all awesome characters. The only reason they are over-sexualized is due to fan, is due to the fan base, Micah. Well, I think the, <laughs> <laughs> I think 
the question is about the over-sexualization of the character in the game. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Like, not just like, because, uh, look, Rule 34 applies to everything. Yes, right. that's true. And, but, uh, and, uh, and also, like, Overwatch, you're right, Overwatch is a great example of how to handle, you know, different cultures and different races correctly, but that's also the exception that proves the rule. You know, you're always going to have one or two of those that get it right, and then yeah. another 50 that fuck it up. They're almost all complete massive stereotypes. Like, fucking Reinhardt is like a giant German machine. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <clears throat> but it's a fun game, and they do it, like, tongue-in-cheek, and it's not really that offensive. Yeah, uh, stereotypes can be fun. Yeah. You know. Uh, Sam says, more women of color being present present in the industry. Once again, not just in game development, but on the boards at Greenlight Games. Yeah, you need a Tyrone and a and a <laughs> that's, that's the first phrase I thought of as well. Like, come on, you can't, come on, dog, you can't fucking do that. Unfortunately, a bunch of shit lords recently screamed some nonsense about ethics and journalists, <laughs> and, people were, <laughs> and people were targeted, and the fiasco scared away a bunch of talent. So I guess we'll be waiting a little longer. And I don't know, um, Gaston says uh one more point i also think gaming is following the same trend trends in society everything is over specialized and overhyped <clears throat> and i think part of the problem with the video games is that people are too impatient to see a character actual a character's actual character see a character's a okay yeah that does make sense but that was kind of wild notice so developers settle for shorthand visual descriptions and we get this kind of bullshit like we want to sit with we want to show this female character is manip manipulative so instead of showing her actions we can just dress her in a skimpy outfit and have her saunter around and swishing her hips and we all know what that means because society has ingrained that in our heads basically everyone needs to stop being lazy and learn to write a character instead of a stereotype the funny thing about that is like games are like 20 hours long you've got plenty of time to write a character right. to develop a fucking character so, yeah, there's no excuse. <clears throat> uh, it, it could also be that some people, and this goes for any medium, uh, are just bad at writing. That is true. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's or a, just there's get a lot the of shitty writers out there. the person that you're trying to fucking develop, get that type of person to fucking write for that person. It's not very difficult. Uh, Malcolm says, agree with a lot of what everyone says. Hire more women of color to get their perspective uh, on character designs. And, uh, and when we say women of color, we don't mean just black women. We mean just women of all races not white women just to, to clarify that for everyone. I've particularly seen this in the fighting games with Brazilian characters, Christy and Laura. They're usually you and Capoeira or something like that, which okay, <laughs> when you think about it, I mean, those, those, those Brazilian fighters, like they are the epitome of stereotypes. Right. Like, well, especially <laughs> like, 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 like Google Laura's alternate outfit in street fighter five. Right, like you know they I mean? are they are uh, beautiful women. Brazilian women are beautiful. Uh, they got big asses, and they 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 fight the only way black people know how to fight by dance. <laughs> <laughs> they literally got the same fucking style. Street, street, street Fighter is also not a great series to turn to to, oh, to talk about great stereotypes. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. <laughs> Oh, man. Next up, Trey says, one example is Vanessa from Virtual Fighter. I love Vanessa when she came out in Virtual Fighter. I think that was four. Was it three or four? She four. with white hair. Yeah, uh, I like who, that white hair. Uh, well, she's like she looked like Storm, um, who in her debut was a full-figure gal, but in the following, she wasn't necessarily... She was just a big chick. 
Like she and she, I can't remember what her fighting style was. It was like judo or something. Like that. But in the following game, basically, it was a palette swap was a white Tudo. girl. What was it? Valley Tudo. Okay. Uh, by bringing in more women of color, these things can change. Not quick, because Gamergate bitches will bitch, but a start a start is needed. Yeah, I don't remember. They changed her from the first one. Uh, that's what I'm looking up. Yeah, because I don't uh, remember. It might have been just like <clears throat> graphics. Ooh, they did kind of lighten her up though. Oh, see, <sighs> fucking goddamn it! Yeah, sure. <laughs> they really lightened her up. Did they? Just do a <laughs> just just type in Valley Tudo and Vanessa in Google Images, and you can see a comparison of how dark she used to be and how light she is now. That's kind of kind of kind of fucked up. See, oh, that's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens black women when you when you when you have hair lighter than your skin. <laughs> that is kind of fucked up. She looks like fucking uh, whatever. Sarah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yes. That's stupid. Uh Jordan says usually I just dis- distrust simple solutions, but the key issue really is really that the video game industry is a largely a white dude sausage party. You want to write better women? Hire. Talk to women. You want to write better people of color? Go hire some of them, too. It's not like people don't play video games all over the world. Some studios try to excuse themselves by saying that not enough people who aren't white males don't play video games, but that's bullshit, which is 100% correct. The Tomb Raider games... Yeah, you don't are... need to play video games to write for them. Right. Like, fucking... Come on, man. The Tomb Raider games are huge hits. Same with Mafia 3. Right, because you got to kill a bunch of fucking racists. Uh, then there's a little bit of sub, uh, that may be true in development, but women are playing video games almost as much as men now. Uh, that's been a while for a very, that's been true for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost 50, 50. And it's been like that for like how long from, from what I can remember at no earlier, no later than like 2005 or t- something like that. From what, what I, I have remember. no facts to base this on whatsoever, but I guarantee you 75% of people playing bioware games or women i that i don't what? Th- i think you're highballing a little bit there, but <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a, okay trump what the fuck was that? well no i'm just saying like 75%. like women i i know a lot of women who love mass effect yeah love dragon age like that's what that's their shit man like they 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 love it and i think it's great yeah well but Bio- bioware is one one company that tries to cater to both audiences yeah like going above and beyond to do that i know right imagine that women pay for shit too wow like like you know if you build it they will come a game where you can create your own character is universal if if the story is good simple as that like if you can create a character and you can create it to look like you as much as you can possibly do it yeah people are gonna like that they should have every game. You should be able to create a character, but that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dasman says the first thing that came to mind was the black female character in Resident Evil Five, and that got pretty weird and uncomfortable. Like her her main costume wasn't that bad, but then her like you guys <laughs> talked about last week when she started getting into the other shit. Like, all right, yo, and she's got like a she's got like a hooker outfit. Like, <laughs> like the one we saw last week was a stripper outfit. She has a hooker outfit that's all gold. And 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 she has like a blonde wig, what? like it. Yo, keep going. I'll find. <laughs> uh, Mark says, "I certainly think as Johnny above said. I think Overwatch is a prime example of this. Farrah being 
being probably the most noticeable. I really think it just takes time. Things are getting better and better. 20 years ago, there were rarely women in video games. 10 years ago, they were nearly all victims. However, it takes two to four years for most games to be made. Usually, they are in planning for one to two years before that. That means changes we make now uh, are seen in a minimum of three to six years away from most AAA games, with a huge rise of percentage of females playing games in the last six years. I think the next few years will continue to show strong growth evolution in games. Is that is that timetable right? <laughs> I mean, I know it's, it takes a while, but I mean, as far as the characters themselves, like I mean, I was, I was starting to wade into Scott Steiner bathroom. <laughs> 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 it takes two to four years to make a video game and then plan it for one to two years before that. That means it's going to be a minimum of three to six years for most triple A games that I'm making at my showies restaurant. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Because me and my brother are playing it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know about that math, but it might be true. I know it takes a while for these games to be made, but I mean, at at some point you got to say, hey, maybe we should start putting these people in the games because at this point you know damn well it's not all white dudes playing video games. Like that's not an excuse for me anymore. It hasn't not been for a very very long time. Uh, Christina says, mostly having more women of color or at least having socially aware folks so that someone can be in the room and say, yeah, let's make her look a little more realistic and complex. Yeah. Simple. Like, it's not very every, difficult. Everybody, every, every workplace needs a Tyrone. <laughs> right. Like, nah, nigga, you can't do that shit. Stop. And Rory uh, finally says, one thing that could change is a lot of famous franchises just have a, pe- have a person of color. A uh, woman as a main character, Assassin's Creed, Halo, Titanfall, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead. Well, you can create. Well, no, the actual story itself, you didn't. You couldn't create the people. Uh, they had two white dudes and a black dude in Grand Theft Auto, the last one. Red Dead Redemption. Eh. <laughs> Time period ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work with that one. Resident Evil, even Neo in Final Fantasy. Isn't the dude Neo white? Or he is. Or he's Europe. You know He's, what? I don't even uh, want to. I didn't know that when I played the Gounding one anymore. And Final Fantasy. Irish. Can, <laughs> fucking really? Yeah. Why don't you just make him a nigga? God damn. Um, and Final <laughs> Fantasy can make can make one mainstream title with the character bring um bring pe- per- being okay being a being probably woman. being person. Yeah. Uh, just think any franchise and ask yourself why does the character need to be white? I ask that every time I play a video game. Uh, man, woman, this time. So yeah, that's uh, Final, all Final Fantasy has had some female yeah, they had, what, characters they had, before. Um, <clears throat> was it Final Fantasy? What was, one with the, what was the one 13? where it was like the all woman cast of Final Fantasy? Oh, that yeah, was that was, was X two. That doesn't really count. That, was that doesn't 10-2. really count. That was a shame because that game played really well, but it was yeah. dumb. <laughs> I mean, Final, Final Fantasy six started with a uh, with a female main character, and then she kind of just kind of. Blended with everybody else as time went along, but you definitely like for the first act of that game, she was the the main focus for sure. Um, so they they've done that before. I I think the problem is though is that you look at a title like Bayonetta, which <laughs> while cri- while critically acclaimed, did yeah. not sell great, and so right. that's why you know that's why you see companies gun shy. It, it it always is the balance between making money and and representing. Well, the thing um, about Bayonetta is like that's. As much as I love those action games, that's like a niche, right? That's a niche market. Like I, that, that are uh, Devil May Cry and those games. Yeah, they don't really sell very well, as well as you'd hope they would. And plus, also, Bayonetta is not necessarily the gold standard for 
having a woman in a game and not being true. True. I, yeah, I, I wasn't. I was. I was. I was. Uh, not deviating, or I guess I was deviating away from the whole stereotype issue. Oh, yeah, because because that that definitely does exotify <laughs> yeah, no just a little bit, woman just a little is literally bit. Literally flinging her vagina in your face. <laughs> just stop letting Japanese developers develop games and we can probably fix a lot <laughs> like, like 75% yeah, they, of this they, issue they, they I really, would imagine they have issues <laughs> with making normal fucking women in their video games a lot of projection there uh, a lot of projection yeah so thank thank you for those question of the week responses uh, we will we will come up with something and ask you guys next week and you will answer once again uh, I guess Terrence is going to keep talking because we're going to be going right to headlines right E3 was available to the public for the first time ever this year. The tickets are Did very, you see those ticket prices, though? very oh, fucking shit. expensive. What the fuck? <laughs> so you literally... I was about to say, like, hey, you guys want to go to L.A.? Not for $150. That's going to be... Or $250? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, so that seems like, prices, an, that seems like an awful like, lot of money. So basically what you're telling me is I'm going to be paying $250 to stand in line for fucking 10 hours. Pretty much. You're going to stand in a two-hour line and play a 20-minute demo and then stand in a two-hour line and play a 20-minute demo and then stand in a two-hour line and play a 20-minute demo and then that's day one and then rinse and repeat for day two. Absolutely. And I, three. I went one year and that's literally what you do. There was one game. I don't remember what the fuck game it was. I was sitting in line. I didn't. Nope. I didn't do it because I don't like lines. I'm like, I really want to play this game, but I'm looking at the line. I'm like, no, no, thanks. I'll go into a game. Like I played Demon Souls. The line wasn't that long before that game came out at E3 back in like 2009 or whatever the fuck that was. Um, but the long, long ass lines. No, nope. And I didn't pay. I paid to get to, to L.A., but I didn't pay to get in there. Um, no. 250, fuck you. Absolutely not. So, some of our listeners said they want to pull their money together to get us out there. Listen, I, I appreciate that. I mean, if you and want if you, to do that. Right. I mean, if you want to throw money at us, you go right ahead. Um, I think that uh, I, I think that if we ever do go to E3, like we're going to want to go as press because yeah. we're going to want to cover the other stuff. Um, yeah. Plus, we're not. You know, we're not going to announce anything because we don't. We haven't really talked about it that much. But the the plans that we have for E three this year, we think you guys will be pretty, pretty happy if we can do what we want to do. Look, look, next year if y'all want to throw money at us to go, be my guest. Yeah, I'll take your money. I love California. <laughs> <laughs> I love that place, man. It was kind of fun. I got sick, and I was fucking tired because of the goddamn time difference. But it mm-hmm. was fun regardless. Um, yeah. If y'all want to do that, feel free. I'm not paying two hundred fifty dollars going to get in the fucking ether. Yeah, fuck, it's two hundred fifty dollars to get in the door. Yeah, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah, like I said, tell 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 the ESA to send us to send us press passes. Then yeah, then then maybe we'll go. <laughs> not yet. Jesus yeah. Christ. Fuck that. But like I said, stay stay tuned. Like I said, if if we we have we have ambitious plans for E3, so hopefully we can uh we can make good on this. Next up, uh, Netflix is planning a Castlevania series. Now we talked about this last week on um, that other tele uh, on that other show that um, is on the network mm-hmm. with um, that uh, that other show. I like <laughs> um, <clears throat> that fucking that fucking low rent outfit. Yeah, that 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 has right. those two short dudes and right, and then the two good looking dudes. Yeah, 
the the C show on the network because yeah. we got this one, we got Black and Black Sim, and then that other that other show, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember the yeah. name of it, but um, yeah, that I, I and, and I believe someone I can't remember exactly. You have to you have to jog my memory because I don't necessarily remember what they talked about as far as so it goes. one of the uh, one of the hosts on that show I think his first initial is J <laughs> <laughs> said. That, that he's be, so much of, of them, a actually. bitch. He's so much of a bitch that he was afraid oh, yeah. of Castlevania, I and he never played it. Wait, that. the video game? The video yes. game. He never played it because he was scared. I wait, forgot wait, wait, about wait. that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So <laughs> yeah, I is... just, I just need to run through a sequence. So, so Castlevania, not a survival horror game. <laughs> No. But merely merely an action adventure game <laughs> was so terrifying that this per, this host whose first initial is J. <laughs> now to be fair, that couldn't could be even play. One. They both that's have true. The, the, the initial J. That's you uh, know what that's a fair point. <laughs> that's I, a very fair point. They look just like each other. One one looks like the negative of the <laughs> other. <laughs> And the funny part about really? this is it's Castlevania, which was on a Nintendo, which right. means like the pixels, you could barely discern what the fuck was going on on the screen anyway. <laughs> what are you scared of? Really? Really? Like, I don't, really? I don't understand that. That's, that's, that, that's. Like, like even, like even the new Castlevanias aren't even horror games. They just have that. They just have the gothic, you know, horror theme. Yeah. But, but they're not scary. But vampires, son. But I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I don't, I don't, I don't have a fucking Castlevania, excuse. and I'm a pussy. Like I like I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> I don't. But I fucking played all the Castlevanias. I don't have an excuse. I I can't. I can't. No, there's no excuse. Mm. There is absolutely no excuse for that. It's horrendous. That's that's <laughs> that sounds very embarrassing for this for this host whose first initial is J on <laughs> on that other program. What what an embarrassing story to tell about him. Very unfortunate. Oh man. Anyway, uh, this I'm, I'm all about uh, a Castlevania something. Although, uh, from what I heard, it's it's supposed to be a uh, an animated feature. Oh really? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's that's according to that scaredy cat. So who knows? Mm. Um, I I want I want a live action Castlevania. It says it's going to be targeted towards a younger audience. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm not even I'm not even that excited about a Castlevania series to begin with, like at all. Like I couldn't, I, I don't really need that. But if you're gonna do it, like do a do a live action, right? If it's animated, like first you tell me it's animated, then you'll tell me it's Richter Belmont. Ugh, <laughs> gross. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't like when I. Yeah, not excited about this. I need to see something first. And we've I, already, I we've already had animated like Castlevania. It was in and Captain N, right? Captain N, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that as well. Did he watch that, or was he too much of a pussy to watch that as well? <laughs> I remember he was too much of a bitch to watch that too. <laughs> because the other guy, whose first initial was J, said that he was going to call the negative version of him Captain N. Oh right, we were like, you know. <laughs> Right, we we uh we advise against that. I don't I don't think you want to. 
That's not something you want to do, go around doing at all. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would advise against that as well. Uh, no, don't. Do <laughs> um, next up, apparently, the new South Park RPG has hit another delay. Uh, only a couple months out from its release. Like, look. I just found out what the fractured but whole meant like maybe two months ago when you guys told me that shit on the one on the podcast because I just I'm not I don't like fucking toilet humor and I just didn't get it. <clears throat> but when the fuck is this supposed to be coming out? Who knows? At this point, it was supposed to be coming out on the sixth of December last year. Uh, got pushed back and then they pushed it to the first quarter of this year. Now it's getting pushed back again. Like what the fuck? Apparently, yeah. the same the same shit happened to Stick of Truth. Also, if and I recall correctly, yeah. really good. Apparently, I didn't play it. I don't really. Yeah. I don't really like South Park. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Have fun waiting for fucking the fractured butthole. <laughs> I, that's. I don't I like that title. this game. I was looking forward to playing it last year. <laughs> Can you take your pre-order off? Would you pre? Would you pre-order? Nope. Uh, I I did a digital pre-order on my Xbox. You might be able to. Xbox, you might be able to. At PS4, you, no. Yeah, but it's yeah, fine. it's been delayed again. So enjoy it in fucking July of this year, whenever the hell it decides it wants to come out. Um, next up, Ultra Street Fighter Two on the Switch has a first person mode for some reason. I, I now now I, apparently, <clears throat> apparently you can't like play like this is like a mini game. Apparently, where you can use the Joy-Con controllers to Tough throw fireballs punch. because you know is that all you can fucking do? Like, what are you gonna do? Dragon punches in, in your fucking room? I guess I don't know why they uh why they needed to add this. If they don't take that technology that they use to program arms to make them play as Dalsum, then this is a fucking waste. Watch, watch Dalsum show up as a guest character in Arms. Oh, that'd be really fucking funny. Come on. You I know mean, what? That'll probably work. And it kind of would be genius. That means they're not going to do it. Right. I mean, I guess this Nintendo is the next evolution of Capcom and Nintendo coming together with something like this involving Street Fighter because if you bought Street Fighter on the DS, oh. the 3DS, <laughs> the, two, the two and a half D mode yeah, or whatever you it was, you could play it isometrically. Over the shoulder. Yeah, yeah which was very How'd that odd. that work out? Not it well. Was dumb. Not it well. Was really, really dumb. Sounds dumb. It so. is, it was dumb. It it sounds as dumb as this sounds. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys wanted to play Street Fighter Two Ultra Street Fighter Two, which is just a remake of a fucking remake, I don't care. First person. <laughs> neither, neither, neither do we. <laughs> yes, so whatever. Oh, you know what we didn't put on here? What's that? Uh, colon. Colon is coming out. Colon? Yeah, for Street Fighter Five. Oh, that's oh, right. The, I was like, oh, man, that must have slipped right by me. Colon. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll play Colon. She looks all right. For five minutes. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I play a little, I play, I play a little more of that game than I, than I let on, but yeah, Colon's coming out. Yippee. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I mean, no one's surprised because, you know, Capcom and leaks and all that. But um, she's a nice character. And her name yeah, she's is from Colin Russia for some reason. Right? She's got one of those Russian hats. 
Is yeah, she like uh, her name in the game was Helen, but now her name is Colon. Is is she free? Uh, if you earn enough fight money, then, then fuck her. <laughs> the hell of it. She doesn't look fun. I've, I saw the video and I'm like, okay, she looks pretty generic to me, but that's just me. That game looks generic. Fuck that game. Uh, next up, Destiny Two still on track for 2017 release. I'm getting it. Y'all think this coming yeah, out? Yeah. I, I I believe them. I mean, like I said, we the, the the example that we can point to here is Fallout Four, which didn't get announced until E three and then it came out like four months later. So I I believe it. Um I'm happy that they confirmed it because I was skeptical for a while. But uh but yeah, I, I believe them. I believe them. They'll pro- they'll probably show it off at E three, or maybe even it'll get its own event before E three. Yeah. And uh and yeah, yeah, I, I believe it. It makes sense because, like I said, they're trying to keep people engaged with Destiny One. So you know, you know, putting all these big grandiose plans out for a sequel might uh, might cost people to be like, oh, you know, I'll check it out when the sequel comes out, and then kind of leave the first Destiny. It's possible, I guess. I don't know. I kind of wish they had said something sooner as well. But uh, I'm happy if it is coming out. If the it's, sequel's uh, coming out, it's yeah, people are going to go directly to the sequel. Because as much as I played Destiny, there really isn't a lot left for me to do outside of kind of collecting all of the exotics and like maxing mm-hmm. it out, maxing out my character. Um, they're updating. They're actually coming out with an update tomorrow for the PvP. <clears throat> they're rebalancing some of the weapons, like shotguns, because those things are pretty fucking cheap right now in PvP. They're going to make those a little less effective. I think they're going to make um, s- scout rifles. A little better, and pulse rifles a little better as well. I think they're going to slow down the. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I love pulse rifles. No, I love scout rifles. Me too. But uh, yeah, so that's coming out tomorrow. But if this is coming out this year, fine. What were you about to say, Michael? Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, do you think? Um, do you think people will abandon ship with uh, Destiny? Like, like how long before Destiny one dies, or do you think uh, they will? They will keep both servers up. Like, do you think Destiny 2 will be different enough to warrant going back to playing Destiny 1 just to, just to kind of keep going through the motions? I think that, uh, so Activision keeps servers up for a lot. Like, like even Call of Duty 4, I'm pretty sure still has like online servers that are still up. So like Activision doesn't shut stuff down. Um, obviously, like you're gonna get a huge migration of the core fan base, like instantly. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. But there's gonna be some people that uh that linger on the on the old version for a little while. Will YouTube be lingering? Oh I'm fuck no! Are you kidding me? No, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> j- jumping right to Destiny Two. Do yeah. not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go directly to because, like I said, I have three characters that are all maxed the fuck out. Like they're really they're unless they add like a super fucking new add-on or something yeah i'm done like i jump on there every once in a while like i jump on maybe like once a day just to do a couple raids to see if i can collect some of the new the guns that i don't have aside from that i don't really do much else or also i do um <clears throat> pvp and hopefully now that the pvp pvp is a little bit more balanced it'll, i'll enjoy it a little bit more but yeah i'm going directly to, to destiny 2 once that comes out it better be a lot different Honestly. I hope it is, man. I hope it is a lot different. Um, 
I see um I see some quotes here, you know, that the game will have a cast, a great cast of memorable, relatable <coughs> characters and a cinematic storyline. It will also be more accessible for someone who wants to get who wants a great, more casual first person experience. That I think is an interesting statement. I don't I think I think they're just talking in the, the sense original. of the story. Like was the original that complex? It was obtuse is the problem with the original game. Oh the and, story and the, there there is no fucking like the story was all on the on the web page. Right. Well but and, and the but the thing is a lot of people did not <clears throat> like to play it because it was too far towards like the World of Warcraft side of things where you had to like it was very grindy like like you know playing strikes over and over again and and jumping into PVP and doing so like there are some people that like to play shooters for the campaign those people are insane but those people exist and right. and I don't think it's a bad idea to have a better like single player story mode um you know certainly I'd like something that's a little bit more engaging than the story that was in that was in the first destiny what if um what if a more casual first person experience like you know on Destiny, in order to get the really good shit, you gotta go on raids. Right. And in order to go on uh, raids, you need friends. Yeah, you, you need, need friends. six fucking people. You need six people and you have to you have to be working as a unit. And when you guys complete I've only completed one raid from start to finish. Me too. And it was it was great, right? Like it was there was a lot of growing pains, but and they treated me with kid gloves, uh, but when I when I contributed, I felt like I'm helping, right? <laughs> and it was and it was a good feeling. Um, when I hear casual first person, more casual first person experience, I'm hearing maybe they do away with some of that. No, I see. I don't. I don't think that you have to. I don't think you have to sacrifice the hardcore aspects of the game to make it more welcoming to newer players. World of Warcraft doesn't. Like, it's not like World of Warcraft opens the door for newbies to jump in on raids themselves. You know, but they do make it more accessible. Like, you know, you can jump in and you can, you know, pay to level a character straight to level one hundred in World of Warcraft just so you can jump in and do the new shit and and do this other stuff if you're starting out. But if you want to go on a raid and get the best gear. You still need to go in with your party and do your thing. I don't think raids are going to go anywhere because they're very popular. You know what I mean? And I don't think strikes will go anywhere because they're very popular. Uh, they better not go anywhere because that's that's what I do in Destiny. I play right. strikes. Do right, you and, and and you know, you guys said you each done a raid. I haven't. I I did half of a raid, and that was a fucking really fun time. Right. So yeah, I, that, that's that's something that they, that you, they do need to keep. To have that carrot to work towards for your for your hardcore players, I think that's the the benefit of a game like Destiny is that it has this wide range. Like you can get as deep into it as you want to. Right. They give they give you the option. And the raids they just give they you will... like raid specific gear. Like you never right. really had to do a raid, but people were wearing cool ass shit. They did the raids. Yeah. So and and the other thing about that game is you don't actually have to do well in PvP to get shit. Right. Yes, that's also correct. Like you can go two yeah, and twelve, and then you'll you'll still get like a uh, an exotic, not an exotic, but you'll get like a legendary item. That's I mean, because like level. like like the three like the three of us are pretty, you know, pretty hardcore Destiny players, but none of us have also done like a tri- like a trials run. Nope. In Destiny, I you know what I mean? Never like done that's one. right. Like that that's like that's like an upper echelon that we're not even willing to 
to get to. I want to, but I can't find a three man team to do it. Right. So yeah, you you can you can have you can have a wide range of stuff. I don't think you need to you need to take that away just to appease a a wider audience. Do you think they'll get rid of the? Uh, do you think they'll get rid of the requirement uh, for raids that yeah. you have to have people on your friends list? No, I, I think they're going to keep that no, with no matchmaking. Because yeah, they want you to work as a cohesive unit, and right. and you you gotta find let, let, people let me, willing me, to do that with. You. Let me let me counter that question as of a question for you, Michael. Would you want to do a raid <laughs> with with five other randos? I've done it. Who you have no idea. I would. The only reason I would want to do it is to kind of get a feel for what needs to be done. Right. Like so that I can I can practice so to speak. But but what if you got thrown into a raid with six micas, or with five other then micas? We just then we just go around and we start emoting because <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're good at. <laughs> and the thing about race is you have to have communication. And there's some right. people I just don't feel like listening to talk. I hate I hate you know what this is going to sound racist. I hate white teenagers. Uh, I hate white teenagers, so oh, well, you, you know the feel bad like, about I, it. So. I can't, I cannot stand their voices. They fucking drive me crazy. As soon as I hear that voice, I'm like, "Well, click mute." I can't deal with it. I don't know. I really, I, and one of them called me a nigga. Not too long, and that's and that's why, like, and really, that's why dude? it's easy to hate white teenagers. Like, real bold there, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Todd. Tad. Fucking asshole. Whatever. But yeah, I, I couldn't I can't do it. Um even when even if they're like helpful, I'm just like, uh shut up. Just text me. <laughs> Stop talking. Um but yeah, like I don't think they're gonna they're gonna do away with that. Because you, like you said, you need that level of communication. But the game like I don't see how aside from making a more cohesive story, how do you make it more casual? Like, I mean, you just yeah, run in and casual. it's casual <laughs> as fuck. Like you jump in and you shoot stuff and you punch stuff and you throw grenades at it. You go from point A to point B and that's it. When you do raids and shit like that, it's not that. Di- I mean, not raids. Yeah, but, but there, when you there, do the there's strikes. a lot of there's a lot of folks out there though who need their who need their hands held through not not necessarily through the gameplay, but through the navigation of the game itself. You know what I mean? Like they're used to the this Call of Duty style campaign like and you throw them in destiny and once you get you know a ways into the game you have this <clears throat> this galaxy map that has all these fucking options on it and you, and you don't know what the fuck you know anything is unless you kind of have a have a sense for what the game is essentially yeah but you can't get rid of that because that's that's what destiny is right it, i mean it'll, it'll be interesting to see what destiny 2 looks like given the fact that they have all of destiny 1 under their belts and they know what worked, what didn't, what they right. fixed, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's that's why I'm excited to kind of get on the ground floor with Destiny 2. And if anything, it's going to be bigger. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, so, Absolutely. Yeah, you better get in on the fucking ground floor with the first one. Yep. Shit. I don't know. I, I just don't see how they're going to make it more accessible. It's pretty accessible to me, but then again, I've been playing video games for 30 years. Um, uh, God damn, how many fucking stuff? Next up, this year's Call of Duty will go back to <laughs> will go back to its roots. What does that mean? Oh, World War Two. Okay. Well, they didn't they didn't specify that uh, specifically, but that's what people are speculating on. Yeah, oh. apparently, uh, Infinite Warfare underperformed. <laughs> quote unquote. People didn't like flying spaceships. Yeah, I, th- I think they took it a little too far into the future, and people were like, you know what? Let's uh, let's calm down a little bit here. Yeah, Activision. Well, 
And the thing is, Titanfall did the same thing, but Titanfall is a better. Yeah, game. but Titanfall's a new IP. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, so this basically just says it's going to take Call of Duty back to its roots. So on an investor call, Activision Chief Operating Officer Thomas Tipple. Said 2016's game Infinite Warfare underperformed, and that is cl- it's clear that a, for a portion of our audience, the space setting just didn't resonate. Mm. People don't like space. Traditional combat will once again take center stage in Call of Duty's 2006. Just take a year off, goddamn. No, they're not going to do that. How about that? Why? It's why, fucking, why would it's, they? It's February. Gotta, yeah, but why well, would they do that if the, if they're going to sell seven million copies no matter what they put out? Whatever. Well, technically, this developer of Call of Duty did take a year off. <laughs> Two years, in the, as a oh, matter of fact. Right. <laughs> well, whatever. Sledgehammer Games are excited about this year's back to basics approach. What are you going to do? I, I, Modern look, Warfare? Like you can't do World War One because <laughs> Battlefield did that, and you'd be straight up copying biting ass niggas. But. I guess. How about, how what, about what, Call of Duty what? Civil War? Call of Duty Civil War. <laughs> oh, load, load, load your muskets. <laughs> Can you imagine? Get your bayonets ready. Viet, what, what, what wars are there? The war, war, civil, civil War, World War One, World War Two, War of eighteen twelve. Uh, you got Korean the War. Korean War. You got the Vietnam. Vietnam War. The Gulf War. Well, sure. Oh, actually, you know what? Gulf War hasn't really been ever done. Mm-hmm. In a in a, in a in a high profile video game. You want to be bold. You want to be bold and daring? You do World War II from the other side. <laughs> you know what? No, you, you, you're no. laughing, but that, that would be bold and daring. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You that it would. You want to you want to enlist shock and awe. <laughs> you you want to <laughs> not Pearl Harbor from the other side. <laughs> you want to not sell copies? Yeah, go ahead. And, <laughs> go ahead and do that shit. How many copies are you gonna sell in the United States? These fucking psychos. It's a fair point too. It would be right. bold though. You got that right. Yeah. And then we could find out the uh we could find out how many copies sold where. And then and then those <laughs> and then are the countries them. that need to be eradicated. <laughs> we'll see the, pro- is the like, problem is that like uh Call of Duty Nazi Germany? I don't know. What would it call the, it? the problem the problem is that they have to do wars that are American centric. Like, like they can't do like the French Algerian war because nobody over here even knows what the fuck that is. You know what I mean? So yeah. you have you have to stick to wars that the U.S. was involved in in some way, shape, or form. What would you call that? Because it's it's mostly Germany. Then you've got Japan. Like what? Call of Duty. Call of Duty the, Axis. The final solution. I don't know. I've got, yeah. Mike is. I think Mike has got it. Axis. Call Call of Duty Axis. Yeah. Like, oh, you get to play the Germans and the Japanese. I'm like, why do I want to do that? Fuck you. And then or, they or, have a boy. Call of Duty Evil Axis. Yeah. yeah. Axis of Evil. Hey, you can do that. I mean, you could do the the. I I don't know, man. Revolutionary War. There yeah. You go. yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be call, fun. Call, call of Duty the Crusades. There we go. Let's, <laughs> let's really take it back. Fucking sword and shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. If it's World War Two, that's the only way I would accept World War Two coming back. Because I'm <laughs> sorry, I don't. I don't. I, I'm tired of World War Two. Yeah. I'm still tired of it. We haven't been in World War Two in a long time. When it comes to video games, I'm still tired of it. The only way that I would play it again is if it was from the other side. How about how about a really bold maneuver for them? How about they they abandon the first person shooter? <laughs> Completely, and instead do a stealth action game, Call of Duty Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like, what the fuck are you going to do? You mean, you're be like, like a spy. Man. You're like a spy. You, yeah, there you go. Like, they can like Hitman. <laughs> spy versus. No. Or, 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 you, or you have levels where you like run up right to the brink of the line before war ignites. You're like, you know what? Let's dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's calm down. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I don't like if it's if it's World War Two. I don't. Well, I don't play Call of Duty to begin with anymore. But yeah, World War Two. I feel like people would be like, "But we've already done that." Like, good luck. Good luck, Call I of think, Duty. I, I feel think, like people uh, maybe just getting fucking tired of the goddamn series as a whole. Honestly, I I think Back to Basics means because Infinite Warfare had a bunch of bullshit in it, like uh, flying planes and jets and shit like that. But that was I think the Back campaign. to Basics, right? But I think you could do that in the, uh, well, maybe not. I don't think so. I think they just had those, those rigs where you could turn into a fucking robotic dog and nonsense like that. Yeah, that's I think what that's I'm what saying. people I think were like. Get what the rid fuck of all that shit? crap. You know what I mean? Like they'll get rid of all that. They'll get rid It'll, of flying shit in the campaign and just go back to being, you know, tag with guns. Right. <laughs> I don't and know. They, and you know they probably won't do. They actually, you know, they can't do. Um, they can't do Vietnam. And they can't do the Gulf War because because of the historical context. Wasn't Black Ops Vietnam? Black Ops kind of was Vietnam, but it wasn't like like they they won't ever do like a Call of Duty Vietnam because America looks stupid in Vietnam, so they can't they can't do that. Battlefield and they had can't an expansion. Do, huh? Battlefield had an expansion for Vietnam. Oh, did they? Yeah. But it didn't have like a campaign in it, right? It was just it was just multiplayer. No, I was thinking didn't. about this the wrong way. Okay, what if Call of Duty doesn't necessarily mean military? Mm-hmm. What if it means like local police, right? Oh, and then what if you're even. this one guy named John who visits his wife in L.A. <laughs> and goes to Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza? And then he has to take out a bunch of German, uh, a bunch terrorists. Of German terrorists. Like I think that would be pretty awesome for Call of Duty. Would I play that? And then maybe we could just like drop the whole Call of Duty moniker, I mean, like 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 Comcast dropped Comcast, and it's now Xfinity, but it's still Comcast. You know what I mean? And then maybe we could call it Die Hard. <laughs> are, 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 are you really questioning? Would you play the Die Hard Call of Duty, Terrence? I'm pretty sure that you'd play the Die Hard Call of Duty. I've played Die Hard. I played it on. I know, but it's but it sucked. It sucked though. Die Hard trilogy was not good. Not that one. I'm talking about the Die Hard that came out on Sega Saturn. Uh, uh, I did play Die Hard. We spent we 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 spent too much time on the story. Yeah, we spent way too much time on the story creating billion dollar ideas, (laughs) (laughs) which we won't get any money for. Right, assholes. (laughs) Fuck us. Uh, Next story. These these are supposed to be fucking. Headlines too. Jesus Christ. Skylander put on hiatus for the first time in six years. Whatever. Next story. Um, <laughs> just, just don't fucking never play the Skylander game. I'm, fi- I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. <clears throat> yeah, you don't have to sell those stupid ass toys. Um, no, and, I wouldn't. Yeah. And today, which was a shock to me, Swamp Thing was re- was um Swamp Thing was revealed on fucking uh, Swamp Thing <laughs> Injustice Two. Really? Really? And that's just Swamp Thing. I don't really. I, I watched it. And I'm like, I'm not very. I'm not. I'm. Why does Why doesn't Swamp Thing look like Swamp Thing did in the comics? 
He does look like he does in the comics. Like, oh, does he? Okay. To, yeah, you'll have to look up Swamp Thing. This is what Swamp Thing uh, looks like now. I was very underwhelmed. Hmm. It's it's Swamp Thing. He's look. He said he said you know what weird characters do you want in this game? You know something different. You know something not. It's it's amazing that, that Swamp means. Thing is even something that exists in the comic world. I'm not to impressed Stu to tell us to give us a swamp thing 101 because I don't know anything about swamp thing guys. I remember swamp thing was like a TV show or a movie or something. Oh, you know what? I, I confused swamp thing with the toxic Avenger. That's why. Ah, that's why I was perplexed. <laughs> I don't even know who the hell that is. So oh, you should Google. You, 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 you know the Toxic Avenger. No, Toxic Avenger. Oh, you, toxic guys, you guys Avenger. know the Toxic Avenger. I know the Toxic. If you, if you Google him and look at a picture of him, you will, you will know who who what, I'm talking the trauma about. Trauma fucking thing. Or is that the Toxic Crusader? Oh yeah, yeah. You remember Toxic Avenger? I remember the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. The fuck it? Let me look this up. Who, who like, basically? Who ba- he looks like? He looks like the the dude from RoboCop that got nailed with the uh, toxic. Yeah, list. Toxic Avenger is. Yeah, that's the trauma films. Yeah, yeah, yep. Those terrible movies. They are. They used to come so on yeah, USA. Swamp Thing. When I was a kid. Wait, so Toxic Crusaders was a spinoff of the Toxic Avenger? What? I'm sorry, I'm looking this up right now. And the Toxic Crusader Crusaders was a cartoon from the trauma films. Okay. Well that's weird. That, well yeah. here, here's here's what here's what I know though. Here's what I know. I know that apparently I'm gonna need to bone up on my swamp thing knowledge before I play Injustice <laughs> Two. I could think of I could think of no better way to do that than to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and order some of the Swamp Thing books that are on there. Did you guys know that Alan Moore did a Swamp Thing book? Mm. Who cares about Curm- Swamp Thing? Like, Curmudgeonly <laughs> Alan Moore. Well, you could you could buy it on Amazon for twelve dollars and forty eight cents. You can also check out the Swamp Thing series, which is a thing, for sixteen fifty nine. The whole series for sixteen fifty nine on DVD. And the cool thing is when you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. That's the price you'll pay. You'll pay the same low price, but you help contribute to the Dense Pixels podcast because we get a very small percentage of the sale so that you can watch Mark Lindsay Chapman as Swamp Thing in the television series before he comes out in Injustice 2. Or you can buy literally any other comic book and probably enjoy it way more than you would enjoy anything having to do with Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's part, like, all right, you know what? Dense, densepixels.com slash <laughs> I'm still fucking salty that I don't have a goddamn beta dem- beta key yet. Like, I want to play I, as Black uh, Canary. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, you can't buy that on densepixels.com slash Amazon. Fucking nether realms. I played a little bit of Black Canary. Uh-huh. And um, she's fun. Like, she's got the only special moves that I know of are a couple of counters, like a high counter and a low counter. And uh, she's got that scream, which is pretty cool. And then she has this one move where she kind of jumps up in the air and gives you like a Frankenstein or some shit like that. Um, I think you would like her. Um, the only reason I put this story up was 
so that I can hear you complain about you not having a beta. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that shit is fucked up, man. Like, I've been waiting for that shit for a while. Well, apparently a lot. And other motherfuckers got, like, multiple. Like, people that are yeah, streaming. I don't like, I'll give you a fucking... If, all you gotta do is like my page, and I'll give you a fucking free... I'm like, nigga, I don't have one. How do you have, like, five? <laughs> Fuck off. Like, shit pisses me off, man. Anyway. Assholes. Telling you. Go ahead, pre-order that hundred dollar edition. I bet you get a beta code then. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, brief, 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 quick hit before we go into headlines. Uh, if anyone out there that does play For Honor, apparently don't play with the knights, or you might have uh, a little something in common with everyone's most hated Nazi, Richard Spencer. So, Are you gonna get punched in the face? Uh, you could. He does. He plays the knight. No, apparently there's a phrase that the Knights use that's historically accurate, but it's been kind of co-opted by the, quote, alt-right movement, or to say it another way, the Nazi, the neo-Nazi movement in America. There you so. go. Don't get for honor. There you go. About that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking on our on our uh, fan page. What is that? Densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, and Amir said, Neo can go to hell. <laughs> an hour ago. Oh man. He said this is harder than Dark Souls 3. What? Jesus Christ. Well, all right. Anyway. Sorry. The Steam Greenlight system, where players vote on which games make it onto Steam, is going away. The replacement involves a more straightforward method of paying for inclusion. The new system, Steam Direct, is simple. You pay Valve money. <laughs> Between one hundred and five thousand dollars, Valve hasn't decided yet, and you get to release your game on Steam. The fees are recoupable, although we don't know exactly what that will mean yet. The assumption is that if you plan on selling a certain amount of games, the fee to publish your games on Steam won't actually impact your bottom line. If you don't think you can sell a minimum number of copies, however, the fee is a very real cost, and you could end up losing money. So this, uh, where we're getting this from, this is an op-ed piece on Polygon from Ben Kachera, who is uh, basically doubting this new system, saying that it's it's actually not a good thing and it's not going to help anything. Uh, I'm completely fine with forcing developers to put up money and think twice about putting their shitty game on Steam. Yeah, I I agree. Um, if you have a if you have a game where you tap a jar of mayonnaise, <laughs> you should have to pay a barrier of entry and hope to God that someone is going to buy your mayonnaise tapping game because like, there's a lot of crap on Steam. So so to, to sum it up succinctly, if your game is going to be good, this money that you're kicking out up front is you're going to get that money back. And, it, and it's a win-win for Valve. Like, it's a great it's a great move for them to mitigate their risk because they're going to get that fee either way. And then once once the the you know, the uh, the developer you know, recoups their fee from Valve, Valve's still going to collect a percentage of each game that gets sold beyond that. As well, so like I said, this this is a this is a no lose situation for Valve as well, and and like I said, normally we might be a little irritated at this, but we just talked a couple weeks ago about how Steam 
literally more games came out on Steam in 2016 than had come out in the previous years of Steam combined. And I would imagine that at least 85% of those probably don't need to have seen the light of day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 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 right. Like, so if, if, if you, if you do something that makes developers, cause it's, I mean, look at it from Steam's perspective as well. If a game goes up there that doesn't sell, what's the benefit to them? You know what I mean? If no one's buying the game, they're not making money. So as a service, they're not getting anything out of it. And anything that makes a developer think twice about, do I really want to put this piece of shit game that I developed in my garage over over a month up on Steam if it's going to cost me 2000 bucks that I might never get back if nobody buys it? Like yeah, that's, that's right. I don't I don't know if that's a bad thing. I really don't. I feel like the shittier the game looks, the more you have to pay. <laughs> Seriously, cuz like you're just fucking wasting space. Like if your game looks like that tapa jar mayonnaise shit, you paying five grand. Fuck you. And if you lose money for that dumb shit, good, because you shouldn't have made it. That's my take on it. The better the game looks, I think you should pay a little bit less because you might want to. Re- I, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to, how does Steam work when people down when developers make those terrible ass games and actually ends up selling pretty well? How do they get? Mm-hmm. How do they? How do they like allocate the money? Steam Steam, Steam gets get a and, Steam gets thirty percent. Oh. So or Valve or Valve gets thirty okay. percent of the of the revenue, hmm. which is which is comparable. I'm pretty sure to, I want to say Apple is in the same, the same uh, percentage, give or take, with apps from the App Store. Okay, An- another another fucking not necessarily Wild West, but you know another area where they are uh, their gatekeeping can sometimes leave a little bit to be desired, occasionally. And Google's worse, <laughs> you know, as far as the Google Play Store. Yeah. yeah, I don't think this. I don't know if this is a bad thing. I really don't. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, I'm sure someone will. Uh, I'm sure someone will tell us why we are incorrect. But, um, I mean, if if you if you're if you're so dire to get your game out there, without you know, without having to pay Valve to be. You know, to, to host it for you, basically, there are other ways to get it out there. I mean, correct. I, and I might be wrong. I mean, there there are plenty of examples of games who have self, you know, self published, self released stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's possible to be done. It's just you know, I I think the problem with a feature like Greenlight is that it basically lets anything get there that the community even somewhat cares about. You know what I mean? And I, and and I and you know I bitched a couple weeks ago about the PlayStation stores the same way as they're not being very stringent on what gets on the system and you have ten games coming out a week and eight games of those ten aren't worth a damn and it's just cluttering up the marketplace it is I'm sorry like it's it's harder to find stuff when you have more clutter on there so I like said anything that makes a developer say do I really want to put this up do I really think I'm going to make my money back I don't know if that's a bad thing I really don't. And and if that causes you know independent Dan to not be able to make his game and and put it and you know try to make his shitty dream come true about you know squeezing a bottle of ketchup, sorry Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, next up, 
Uh, I'm not good with segues, guys. Next up, uh, a bigot. Uh, Chris <laughs> W. McFarlane <laughs> defeated Eric Problem Wright 24 to 17 in the Madden Bowl 2017 finals, uh, which were held in Houston uh, the night of February 3rd. Uh, that dude won first place and he took the, he took home $75,000 playing Madden. Um, McFarlane is a 29 year old and, um, while he was playing, people started going through his tweets cause that's what you do now, which is why I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they found out that he uses words to describe black people like coon and nigger. Oh, that's um, cute. It wasn't those years old tweets that got McFarlane in trouble with EA. Uh, in a statement posted by the Madden Ultimate Team Twitter account on February 8th, the company pointed out uh, objectionable tweets that McFarlane posted during and directly after the Madden Bowl. Oh, I'm looking at his picture. He looks like he says nigga. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, these posts, quote from uh, Madden Ultimate Team Twitter account, these posts violate our code of conduct and don't represent our values as an organization. Um, uh, they basically told him that, <laughs> that they were inappropriate and he should not do this. Um, McFarlane, the ever the thick necked bro dog that he is. <laughs> Posted additional <laughs> offensive messages in the days after the tournament, and EA took action. McFarlane has since deleted the tweets in question because he is a coward. Although he did leave one, leave one up, um, uh, and it says, "Quote y'all searching through spelled improperly <laughs> seventy five thousand tweets." Ama spelled. Improperly search oh, through. You're going to spell it two eight. It's two M's. God damn it! Right. So, y'all spelled y'all searching through seventy five thousand tweets. I'm gonna search through seventy five thousand dollars. Tell me how my ass tastes. Hashtag need it, which to me says that he needs his ass eaten. <laughs> <laughs> this is um. This is a curious story. I got like his ass eaten, guys. I mean, he said it right there. Do you guys? Do you guys feel that? Uh, do you guys feel that EA was warranted in docking three thousand dollars out of his prize money? Fuck that racist ass motherfucker. Yeah, but he's not. But he doesn't work for EA. La 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 la. What? I took all his money. Fuck him. It all depends on. It all depends on how like they got to sign some contracts probably right yeah probably and, right. and you can't those contracts i mean ea has to be smart enough to to say that hey you are representing our brand yes and and if you do something to make our brand look bad you're gonna be punished for it quite frankly saying he got fined three thousand dollars from a seventy five thousand dollar uh uh prize what's he taking home from that that's 60? nothing was he taking like and let's 60 say grand? let's say Uncle Sam is uh, being a dick to him. That's still like fifty grand, right? right. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if it, yeah, if he if he had to sign some sort of contract that you know propped him up as a representative of EA, okay, I get that. Um, 
Like, you got freedom of speech, but that don't mean they can't fucking punish you. Fuck off. No, that's right. true. Freedom of that's speech true. means that the government, yeah, the government can't, can't, can't touch you. you. But I can, I mean, I can I, snatch them my, ducats I guess, from my I guess my nose. point is... I guess my point is that a lot of the shit that he posted previously is way worse than, you know, and probably did, some no, of the stuff did, that he had what posted. What did he post back. afterwards? Like, this is the only one we see. Right. Well, he scrubbed everything right, out, so he we scrubbed can't. It, uh, so, but they said right. that he posted some shit afterwards. Is this the only one? Like, someone had to. Well, that's yeah. the only one that got left, yeah. Yeah, he deleted He deleted all the super offensive stuff and uh, was indignant and said, fuck you, eat my ass, please. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> so, damn, this is from 2011. Now, look, if if he didn't say, if, if those tweets were prior to the Madden Bowl, EA has no right to take action, right? In my opinion. But if he said shit like that during the Madden Bowl and mm-hmm. directly after, like, I'm going to score a touchdown on you, coon-ass nigga, like, nah, man. Like, that's not, that's not cool, man. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going I'm to kick this football <laughs> like it's your brown-ass head, uh, Jigaboo. Like, nah, that's not, that's not cool, man. This happened in There's 2011. There's no update to the story. But what's like if you say this shit in 2011, how much you changing in five years? <laughs> I don't know. Everyone, everyone, a lot of not everyone, but a lot of folks in this country seem to think a seven year old man is all of yeah, a sudden. Fucking this dude. What is he like? Going to change, change his ways? He said he's 29. I'm looking at he's some 29. of his old tweets. Laugh my ass off, nigger Morgan on TV screaming fuck. Wow. Then he says I'm at a loss of words. I'm done. This reason. The reason I'm racist, yo, real talk, suck my nigger dick. Okay, laugh my ass off at whatever. Uh, when hashtag when you're black, the white kids always look at you when the book says nigger. Okay, I'ma call you before I scoop you up. Then I wake up at what? Oh fuck this nigga! I'ma call you when I scoop you up. When I scoop you, then I wake up at, at 9 a.m. Shake my head. Did I ever tell you I got a nigger brother named Jess Squire? Okay, right, I, I, we we get it. <laughs> those are the, those we are his it. tweets. Uh, like, there's an update to the story. Emailed to Polygon, the site that we got this from. McFarland says he now knows why his tweets were problematic. Shut the fuck up! I don't even want to hear the rest of that shit. And why EA levied the punishment it did. Quote from um, from uh, this dude: A lot of what I said was out of passion and emotion at the time. I understand everything I did uh, wrong and accept responsibility for my words. Honestly, the fine just shows how much this game is growing. It's not just for the small group of pro Madden players. It's for the entire country. Never we as players need to understand idiot. that we not only represent ourselves, but the growth of the game. EA holding us more responsible for our actions is a reflection on how big they want Madden to grow at the end of the day, that's what we all want. I have accepted the consequences and plan on representing both myself and the game of Madden positively, especially because I was only hit with a $3,000 fine out of my $75,000 prize money. Also, uh, also too ass, long, please. also too long didn't read. I'm sorry I got caught. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Nigga, fuck you. Sorry I got caught. Hashtag please somebody eat my ass. Please. <laughs> I got a lot of money and I will pay you to eat my ass. 
He said it, guys. That's a quote. It's not like Sean Spicer. You're using your words. <laughs> you're, using, you're using my words. I said, no, you said that. You said that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I, yeah, fuck this dude. I wish uh, they would have taken all this fucking money. Fuck him. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Shit. That pissed me off. God damn it. So, last up. Uh, Valve says it's carefully monitoring the Trump administration's crackdown on visitor visas to the United States, adding that the company will take its annual Dota 2 tournament uh, out of the country if necessary. Speaking at a press event today, Valve's Eric Johnson said that any new restrictions on visitor visas will likely have a negative effect on the popular tournament. The International, which is the name of the tournament, was launched in 2012 and took place in Germany, but ever since then, it's been held on Valve's home turf of Seattle, Washington. Um, Dota attracts a lot of, the international tracks a lot of competitive players from uh, all over the world. Um, I think, I think th- th- what they're saying is if some of these people come from uh, restricted countries restricted that are part countries of, that they're not going to be able to yeah. participate. Um, so they're going to take their business elsewhere. The travel ban is literally taking business away from America. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, when you when you restrict, I mean, when you restrict the flow of people coming into the country, a wash in you know the one or two terrorists that may come in that haven't yet ever but may come in at some point are probably another thousand people or more that you you know would probably want to be here it's just it's silliness god damn it yep how much you want to bet that ass eater that that (laughs) guy that likes his ass eating is a fucking trump supporter how about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah thick neck bastard well, and, um, and Gabe Newell, you know, later says that basically since esports is a, you know, growing industry that people don't know who these kids are, you know, if, you know, if, you know, a Pulitzer Prize winner comes in, you know who they are, you know, you know, they are because you can look them up online and, you know, they've got like a Wikipedia entry. But, you know, if you don't have U.S. ties and if you don't have a resume because you spend, you know, your career as a professional video game player, it makes it kind of hard to uh, to prove that you are. You know, not a ne'er do well, essentially. Right. It's protecting America. Well, by not letting people play video games <laughs> and taking jobs out of the country. <laughs> this dude. I, uh. Well, and, and look for the for those listening that aren't you know in the in the know for for politics. Currently, the uh, the executive order is being held up in uh, in court. Uh, so, so it's not currently the, like the travel ban or sorry, the Muslim ban is not currently in effect in the U.S. right now. So if, if that were to hold, then obviously they could still have the tournament in, in Seattle and it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, but it's just, you know, it, it, it's still a situation that constantly bears monitoring. I mean, we, we, I don't know if we talked about it on this show, but I know that it, we talked about other shows that literally you have companies like Google pulling people pulling you know their employees who live here but are currently overseas back to the country because they're just like we don't know you know what we don't know what the hell could happen tomorrow right because we have a you know impulsive 
moron <laughs> in, char- yeah, in charge of the country right now. That can't read. The president can't so. read. <laughs> can't. People, people are saying. No. I've, I've heard it said. He skims. I mean, where on the job application does it say you need to read? <laughs> I feel like. I feel like that's on a lot of job applications, right? Well, you need to you need to be able to read the job application to fill it out. And apparently, I, well, I guess it, being president doesn't require filling out a job application. If that no, but, motherfucking asshole can. Uh. But like back, like back to the Dota two thing. Like in you know, there's another quote from, or not a quote, but there's another thing from Eric Johnson saying that it's you know the way the visa system is set up already, it's hard enough sometimes to get people in. Right, doesn't it take which, like which, two fucking years? Well, for re- for refugees, that's that's a different thing. This is just people visiting on on it with a visa of some kind to go compete in this game tournament, essentially, yeah. and then go back home. It's still, like they're not, they're not moving to live here. I don't know. It's still it's still a convoluted process, regardless. Right. I mean the point the point is the system that's in place right now. It's not like it like as much as much as some people like to say that we have open borders. We don't have open borders. Like you can't just fucking walk into the U S from off the street and be like, Hey guys, let me, let me just roll in here. Like, no, like you, like you need to, there's a process you go through. Ask anyone that's had to go through it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like my, my, my wife's cousin's husband, um, just moved over here from England and talking to him about the process. There, there's a lot of shit. That you have to go through, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not an automatic thing. Well, so. dumb people don't realize that there are, there is always vetting when you're trying to get into this fucking country. It's like, oh no, nope, unless you're coming in illegally, but that's not the case most of the time when people are fucking flying in, right? Like it's not like the Mexican border. They're not like swimming. Whatever. I hate these niggas, man. Fuck them. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just keep talking about the administration, but we're, we're talking about Dota, right? Sure, whatever. I'm mad. Well, <laughs> like, <sighs> bigger spinoff. Whatever. So it's, but we'll see. But like I said, this. I mean, but this is like when you have when you have policies like this. This you will see like a brain drain, and and you will see you know, and obviously like you know, any any esports competition is not necessarily what we're talking about. But the, it, like, when we say that it affects your life in ways you don't realize, this is a way that it can affect your life. Yeah, in a way that you don't realize. Like, like imagine if you know, like for Evo, people couldn't come over for whatever reason, right? Like right. all of the Japanese Street Fighter Five players can't, or the come or the over. or the Korean Street Fighter Five players. Oh, right, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? So just, just, just pointing it out to say, you know, it's it's good to at least keep an eye on things. It's good to at least keep an eye on things. It's not good for your health. No, but, but it's, 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 it's 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 good, good for it's, yeah to to stay to, abreast of what's going on in the world. Right to be aware of what's going on in in your life. Essentially, he might go crazy, but that's neither here. Nor that's there. okay. Is it? But then you can listen, look forward, and 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 feel cathartic. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to them go crazy. <laughs> yeah, instead, it's very difficult for me to hear them go crazy, and not and for me not to go crazy right along with them. It's very difficult. Like I just thought, swinging at the air like Cuba Gooden Jr. Well, look in a boys in boys in the hood. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what happened after that. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely true. Yeah. All right. All right. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, an area that's not like a, you know, like a Debbie Downer area. What's when that? you go to densepixels.com slash fans, our gaming group on Facebook. Yeah, you if won't hear you, any political talk or wrestling talk there. So that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. So if you if you've not uh, if you've not joined that group, you should. So make sure to again densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, if you leave us a five star review, much like Rashawn did, what well, like much like we did today, we will read it on the air. So make sure you you get those in. Uh, densepixels.com is our website. Uh, you can go follow us on Facebook and Twitter at DensePixels. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or whatever podcatching service that you use. And we're also on Twitch TV. Uh, I am DensePixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. Our friend Carrie is Suppets Carrie. Oh, and by the way, Carrie um, is going to be putting up a a write-up of the Nintendo Switch event that she attended in Washington, D.C., this past weekend, so look forward to her thoughts on that. Uh, she was speaking a little bit about it uh, in the gaming group. Apparently, she had a good time. Um, she really liked the new Zelda, like really, really. And she said that the uh, that holding the Joy-Con uh, in one hand, like w- like one half a Joy-Con controller, was comfortable for her. Um, but she also has tiny, dainty lady hands, so your Did mileage she, may vary. Um... Did she go into an unnecessarily long rant about a baseball stadium at a certain time period <laughs> not being what it should be? I don't think so. Oh, uh, okay, good. Then I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you referring to her ex <laughs> Yes. <laughs> she spent like she spent an exorbitant amount of time and patience. Uh, talking about that stupid stadium. Like, no, that's fucking, no, that's not right. They can't even get that shit right. That's pretty funny. So, <laughs> so yes, look look forward to that. It's, we're, we're getting close to the Switch, guys. We're getting very close. We're less than a fucking month away. We are. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be amusing to see how Micah can abstain from getting this console. Oh, I'll, I will easily abstain because mm. if I can... I can hold off until Mass Effect. Game over. That's true. Yeah, that's there. There, about. there is a there is a two and a half week gap in there though. Nah, it's a long gap. I'm not that frivolous. Mm. I'll uh, I'll play uh, I'll play Neo. Well, no. Yeah, no, you won't. Neo, that <laughs> 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 oh, all right. We're gonna punt. We'll see you guys next week. Take see you.